from Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Maybe, just maybe the impossible can happen. We're about to figure it out. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, presented by Progressive Insurance. And it's time to figure out what kind of chance there is. See, because at some point, as we go into the first round of the playoffs, it's easy to say, maybe this could happen. Maybe this could happen. We've predicted all of them. In fact, we agreed on every single series as we as, as we went through each of the series and made our predictions didn't agree on the number of games across the board but we agreed on every single series so we figured what we need now is a little bit of a i don't know maybe a confidence meter in what we think could happen if there was an upset just give it to me straight i came a long way just to see you mary just least you can do is level with me what are my chances not good you mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. That's right. So you're telling me there's a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. One in a million. Somewhere in that scale. That's where we're going to go. Somewhere between one and a million. One being the lowest chance. Million being the highest chance. And we are going to figure out what chance we give an upset in each of these series. Harry, you ready for this one? Let's do it. Okay, so I'm going to play back-to-back here. Don't react yet because I'm going to give you an either-or on this one. Bulls, Bucks. Or? Bucks versus Heat. So the Bulls, or the Bucks versus either the Bulls or the Heat. On a scale of one to a million, the chance that you would see an upset would be? Zero. Well, one's the lowest, but we'll get okay. You want to go zero? Okay, because I, I think there's no chance whatsoever. I think we agree on this one, uh, Devin. Evan, does anybody see a better upset chance than zero out of the play? Now, Evan's just uh, shaking his head. We should know Evan's already mentally on the golf course right now. So Evan just looked up at me with a <laughs> "Why are you talking to me?" element. He's like, "I'm thinking about which putter I'm going to use." I don't even no, know. No, he, he's mad putters. at me because it's one in a million, and I said zero. That's probably why he's shaking his head. The rules of the game. That that that's fair. Okay, uh, Devin, have we missed a, a, on a scale of one to a million uh, the chance that either the Bulls or the Heat pull off the upset? In an effort to play the game correctly, I'll say one. Okay, look, I'll also say one. I can't stand you, Devin. <laughs> one is the loneliest number. All right, let's stay on the 1v8 matchups with... Thunder Nuggets. Or... Timberwolves Nuggets. I kind of like Thunder Nuggets, by the way. Thunder Nuggets just feels like a snack your mom made for you when you came home. You're like, Mom, I'm hungry. And she's like, well, I've got some Thunder Nuggets. Hold on just a second. I've got Thunder Nuggets. Uh, Harry, go ahead. Uh, what do you think of Thunder Nuggets? I'm just going to keep saying it till everybody's uncomfortable. One to a million. Thunder Nuggets. I'm going to go two. I'm going to go two. two. And that two goes towards the, the Timberwolves. All right, all right. I'm going to give it a 10. I give it a, a, a solid 10 out of this. A 10 on a scale of 1 to a million. So far, we are really crushing this. Uh, I'll go 2,408. I like 2,408. You you like Thunder <laughs> Nuggets a, a lot. That's a way to play the game, Dev. Uh, Evan, do you, would you like... Is this like Price is Right, by the way? Like, you can't go higher? Yeah, can I go 2,409? Nine? <laughs> nine. We've got a winner! 
Oh, man. Um, I do think the Thunder probably have a better chance than the Wolves, though. Yeah. Eh. Because you like SGA being able to score a bunch of points? Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. also, by the way, we're just going SGA on this show from now on. Like, if you're listening oh, to yeah. us and you don't know who we're talking about, Google him, because we're not going to try and say his name Shea anymore. Shea Gilgis Alexander. Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you, Devin. Okay, Devin. You're welcome, yeah. Harry. Okay, good night. All right, let's go uh, to the uh, the two seed games then uh, as we look across the board. The two seed game, I will find it eventually here on the button. Ah, there it is. Hawks, Celtics. Hey, oh, this, this Harry. Out of a million, I'm going to go 500,000. 500,000? Yep. A 50-50 chance? Yeah, that's what I'm putting. 50-50 chance. Listen, my Atlanta fandom has can't, can't, uh, come out. It's Friday. All right. I, I, look. I, 500,000. Okay, five, Don't five, try to talk me out of it. Five, I said what I said. Devin, would you like to contribute to what is your score? I'm going to go zero here. Zero. Okay. <laughs> zero. Devin has gone with a zero. I see what's going on here. I see Evan has walked away from his computer entirely. Uh, we can't see him anymore. I don't know if he went downstairs. There's not really a staircase. Ooh, I'm standing here the whole time. Okay. I'm sorry. I just can't see you. Uh, this is what happens when you're three foot six. Uh, what do you got, Evan? Like uh, on a one. scale? Okay. We've got a zero or one. Who's covering oh. Tatum? Who's covering Tatum? Who's covering Brown? Tell well, me let that. Fitz finish. You let Fitz finish. Sorry. Sorry, Harry. I'm going to go with uh, negative 72. Negative seven. Wow. There's I no see, a, I no see a theme here. I see a theme here because we have an Atlanta team. I'm an Atlanta guy. And I I, I think you guys have something against, you know. Harry, you never played in the NBA. Yeah. You know what? You know what, Harry? You know what, Harry? You know what's not in Atlanta? A playoff series victory. That's what's not. We just did what's hot in Atlanta. What's not in Atlanta? A playoff series victory. So y'all don't think the Hawks will win one game in the series? No, I think they'll actually. No, they'll win like. I think they could win. If you a game. went negative 72, you're going to have to say zero. I think they could win. Okay, yeah. fine. I would say no. They don't win a single game. I don't feel good about that. They're going to win one game in the series, and it's a game where the Celtics just sort of mail it in because they know they can half ass it and still win the series. So, like, they go up 3 nothing, wow. then they, they oversleep. They come in, they're a little hungover. Uh, it's 3 1, then the, the series is over. You know, we got that establishment down here that those guys may go to, uh-huh. you know, distract them a little bit. All right, let's go to the next uh, two seed that's going to be in action. And uh, what are the chances of an upset on this one? Lakers, Grizzlies. Ooh. All right, I'm Harry. Going to, I'm, I'm going to go out of a, out of a million, I'll, I'll go 200,000. All right. And by the way, for anyone just tuning in, we're doing one in a million because we are fully stealing from Dumb and Dumber. If you wonder why it's one in a million chance, you've gone 200,000. All right. So mm-hmm. uh, 20% chance. I have twice in the last couple of days put a little cash down on the Grizzlies in this series. I just keep doubling down. Uh, my, my bank account and my emotions are all going to be very scarred if the Lakers pull off the win here. That being said, I think there's, I, I would give it about. Uh, 250,000 out of a million. There's like a 25% okay. chance that the Lakers can win this. I'm, I'm a reasonable human being. Devin? I'm going to go 300,000, and that's only because the GOAT is playing, and that's LeBron James. Right. You said the GOAT. Yeah. yeah. 700,000. 700? Yeah. Evan, are you picking the Lakers to win this series? I haven't decided yet, but... Probably. How does that work? We have yeah, less than an hour left in the show, and you <laughs> haven't decided what you're picking. The, America is riveted. The game Evan. is it's, on Sunday. Oh my God, sweet baby Jesus, Devin. Who are you? You taking the you taking the Grizzlies here, Devin? I said three hundred thousand, like literally ten seconds ago. I just wanted to make sure that you weren't just uh, you know keeping us all happy. All right, next up, Warriors, 
Kings. Scale of one to a million, the chance the Warriors beat the Kings, I give it uh, 800,000. Yeah, I'm going 950,000. Oh, that's deep. Devin, Evan, what do we got? 950, 800, going once? I'm going. A, I'm going a million. I don't think there's any chance yeah. the Kings win. Yeah, a million. Oh, my God. That oh, wow. is... I'm, I'm shooketh from that. Three seed on the East. Nets. Sixers. Uh, I don't know. There's like a 50,000, like less than a like half a 1%. Sixers are going to win that series, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll, give the, I'll give the Nets, I would say 20,000. Okay, 20,000 on a scale of one to a million for anyone just tuning in in honor yeah. of Dumb and Dumber. 20,000 feels so high until you realize it's up to a million. Devin? I'm going to go... Uh... I'm going to go 65 and a half. 65 and a half? <laughs> what are we doing? On a scale of one to a million, you just gave me 65 He's and a half. on the scale. Actually, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to go 69. Nice. Oh. Uh, Evan? Oh. oh. Evan? Oh. I, I, it's Friday. I, I had this answer before Devin started talking. 50. Like, I, I really don't think there's any chance Brooklyn wins this series. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's always that chance that James Harden and just – Forgets how to play basketball, as you like to say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll give 50. There's a, you know, 50 out of 1 million chance that James Harden forgets how to basketball. All right. And Dev, what, Dev, what was your number again? Uh, I, what did I say? 69, yeah. Nice. Okay, okay. All right. All right. I'm just going to say that Dev. every time. Out of baby. Uh, it's Love Fridays. Clippers. Slippers. Sons. All right. The Clippers are the underdog here. I don't know. 300,000 chance? I give, I give them a little chance. I'm going to go 350,000. Okay, that's that's a little more aggressive. Evan, Devin, do we have a a, a pick here on Clippers Suns? The chances on one to a million that they get the upset? 300,000, 350,000, you guys say? I'm going to say 85,742. God, I hate you so much, Evan. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have (laughs) Evan immediately. 100,000? Like, I'm just going to stay and be even numbers here. (laughs) 100,000. Like, there's a chance. What is wrong with Dev? I, I don't like the chances. I just love every time Devin picks a weird number, Evan realizes how much he hates that we discussed this scale and agreed on it. One more game to get in on a scale of one to a million, and this one's the toughest one. Knicks, Cavaliers. All right, Harry, what do you got? For the Knicks, I'm going to go... I'm going to go 450,000. 450,000? Out of a million. Okay, out of a million. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go 600,000 out of a million. 600,000 out of the Knicks. Uh, 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 all right, Dev? Or I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go like around 375,472. <laughs> I can't stand that. Devin is not allowed to play this game no more. Anymore. Devin, you cannot play the game anymore. Evan? <laughs> I'm going 499,999 because I think this is a very even series, but I'm picking the Cavaliers, so I'm going 499,999. I uh, I would just like to apologize to the world. I was told there'd be no math, and that was a lot of numbers. You know, sometimes I'm just going to be, like, real. Sometimes we're sitting there, and we think it's a great idea, and then you realize midway through the execution that we're a bunch of morons. This, this one might have been Dev, Dev, what was that one number you said again? I couldn't remember. Uh, 345,772. No, the Love Friday number, the 69. He's asking for 69. Oh, yeah, 69. Evan, he's asking for 69. I, w- I wasn't talking about that number, though, Fitz, but to but each yeah, his own. Well, I mean, I was. 100% nice. <laughs> what should the Texans do with the second pick? We'll give you the odds. One in a million. No, I promise you we won't. Uh, but we will talk about what the Texans should do with the second pick. And 
Is a national champion about to go undrafted? We'll talk to an expert next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. The 2023 NFL Draft. So you ready for the draft? Let's get started. Live from downtown Kansas City, Missouri. The NFL Draft is officially open. It all begins with round one, Thursday, April 27th on ESPN Radio, ESPN, and on ABC. With the first pick. It's Fitz and Harry. On a shirt. On ESPN Radio. The ESPN app. I know that they're all Sirius lies. XM Channel 80. And I just don't know why. Baby, you We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly 700 bucks on average. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. It's Love Fridays. We're setting the mood. Setting the mood Fridays for your Friday night. Shout out to Dave who tweeted me and said, One to a million, the segment we just did. Easily my favorite ESPN segment in a long time. 64 and a half out of a million. LOL. Whew. Doing God's work out here. All right, let's get you some draft breakdown. Again, every single pick of the NFL draft is always covered on ESPN Radio. Kenny and Carlin are going to do a great job with a super group of people. Harry and I will be with a super group of people also uh, on the digital platforms for, for the first couple of days of the draft. So we will be covering uh, the first round, obviously, first night, and then day two of the draft. It'll be us with Field Yates and Andrew Hawkins uh, and uh, Spencer Hall. Just a bunch of us hanging out. You can watch us on the ESPN app, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all those places. But you can watch our next guest hanging out on the TV set because he is super famous. Famous. Matt Miller, ESPN NFL draft analyst, going to be out there. I'm just saying, like, I reached out, like, I know we're going to talk about the draft. Our producer's already, like, rolling his eyes at me. Uh, but I reached out because I was like, we need to get Matt on the digital show. Matt's on the, you're on the pick set, on, on, on the big television there, Matt. Uh, I'm so proud of you, dude. You Like, I, I'm saying proud of you. Uh, you have earned every step of the growth that you've had here, and I just love your work anyway. So seeing you get this shine makes my whole heart happy. So congratulations before we ask you anything about the draft. Thank you. I just might be the only guy at ESPN with more tattoos than you. Is why is the only reason you're saying that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I do think we need to do like a, a full, like a full, like tank top show someday with a bunch of us where we just no. show off ink. I'm just saying. You got to give me a heads up, like three months before that. This I've been sitting in a chair for the last four months watching watching tape. I'm not in tank top season, boys. Well, you know what? I'm going to Orange Theory. I'm starting to get abs, <laughs> so you can just like people just can be staring at me. All right, so we're gonna play a game. <laughs> My God, I've lost all control. We're gonna play a game, Matt, and this game is in or right. out. So I'm gonna throw something to you. You tell me if you're in or out on it, and then Harry will get your reaction to it. So let's start in and out, in or out on the NFL draft with the Texans. They should trade the second pick if they don't want a quarterback you in or out on that concept i'm out on it if you don't want cj stroud which i think would be a catastrophic mistake then you take will anderson who is the i think the best player in this draft the cleanest prospect in this entire draft and if you watch college football like i know you guys do the last two years he was the best player in college football so i think you take will i'm gonna go with In, because I think you can still get Will Anderson Jr. if you trade out of that pick with a, with a team like the Colts. Um, one of these quarterback-needy teams that you that you may want. I think Will Anderson Jr. will still be there at four, so you'll be able to get him if you want to trade with the Colts. Oh, look at that, all right? We're, we're, we're playing some GM here, too, on the in or out. Hendon Hooker will be the best quarterback to come out of this draft. What do you think, Matt? 
Oh, I'm out on that. I like Hendon Hooker a lot. I really do. Uh, I'm out on him being the best quarterback. A lot, his situation matters so, so much. So uh, somebody clip this and save it because he, he, he could be, but I would be surprised if he surpasses a guy like Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm out on this. I'm so high on Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. I think these guys are going to be the best quarterbacks of this draft. Anthony Richardson has an opportunity to be the best of this draft, but I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are the guys right now. Yeah, I agree with both of you. The annual overcomplication of the quarterback position, like the best two guys at the quarterback position are clearly there for us. In or out, Bryce Young, and this was the Dan Orlovskyism. Bryce Young is a combination of Steph Curry and Joe Burrow. We in or out on that, Matt? Uh, you know, I'm going to go in because here's why. Because over the summer, I said Bryce Young was Allen Iverson. That was the comp. But people on Twitter were like, oh, we can just compare football players to basketball players now? I'm like, yeah, when they're 5'10", 200 pounds, we sure can. So I'm going, I'm going in with Orlovsky on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go in on this one as well. Bryce Young d- does some miraculous things on the football field. I've seen it with my own eyes, so I'm in on that. Okay, uh, now let's get to something that Harry's obviously going to be hot on. Wide receiver position. In or out, Matt? Zay Flowers, the best wide receiver in this draft. I'm going out on that. Jackson Smith and Jigba is my dude. He's the top receiver in this class. Zay Flowers, here's my, my concern. I can't wait to hear what Harry has to say. He was 170 pounds at Boston College, 5'9", 170 pounds. He bulked up for the combine. No one's talking about the fact that he was 13 pounds heavier at the combine than he was the Shrine game. So that's my big Zay Flowers concern. At 170 pounds, can he successfully get off the line of scrimmage in the NFL? Now, I'm out on this. I am on the Jackson Smith and Jigba train, but I will say this. I was a part of the same draft that Deshaun Jackson was, and he had a hell yeah. of a career also also. I played at a lighter weight than Zay Flowers <laughs> did that he that he played in college, and I played ten years at least. So uh, I, I don't think it's going to be that much of a uh, of a concern in the National Football League in today's game uh, with Zay Flowers. I actually think I compare him to Stephon Diggs. I, I think he's a maybe a smaller Ooh. version of Stephon Diggs. All right. So one NF- NFC executive told Jeremy Fowler that Stetson Bennett might go undrafted. The quote, to me, he's clearly better than those other guys in this tier. He does some good stuff, but he might go undrafted. His pre-draft has not been good. There are questions about whether he'll be that pro that you need out of a backup quarterback. Stetson Bennett will go undrafted. Matt, in or out? Uh, Out, but Fowler's great at his job. So I think there's probably something to this. I mean, you hear a lot about the Good Morning America interview over a year ago, you know, where he appeared to be intoxicated on TV. Then you get him getting arrested in Dallas. Uh, great combine for Stetson Bennett. Only lost one game in college, but uh, I, I, someone's got to draft the guy, even with everything going on. Somebody's got to draft the guy. Yeah, I'm going to go out on this. Anybody who has the fourth after their name, uh, pretty special. <laughs> Harry Douglas, the fourth. Stetson mm-hmm. Bennett, the fourth. So I'm out on that one. All right, that's a, that's a little in and out. Matt, I'm going to ask you one more selfish question because I don't get to talk to you a lot before the draft. Uh, should the Raiders trade up a King's ransom to move up to two if uh, C.J. Stroud is still there? Like, According to reports, they were willing to trade up for one. Should they give up everything if C.J. Stroud is still there, uh, knowing the fact that their roster stinks as a whole? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Now, I think you need to add a quarterback because this from a 49ers fan to a Raiders fan, Jason, Jimmy is not going to stay healthy, <laughs> so you better have a plan behind him. But I, I think the roster's too bad to give up two future first-round picks. You're not a quarterback away. Wait for next year. Get Caleb Williams. 
I, you know what? I agree with everything you just said. I just like I, I like to give smart people the chance to make me smarter. Matt, as always, man, we appreciate your time. Keep crushing it. Keep killing it. Love watching what you do. Thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. All right. There's one comparison that's more mind-blowing than Orlovsky comparing Bryce Young to Steph Curry and Joe Burrow. We'll tell you about it. But first, Harry has to tell you this about FanDuel. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. And there's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash play to sign up. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-789. 7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. To start the year, the Tampa Bay Rays have swept the Boston Red Sox four in a row, and they tie a major league record by starting the new season. 13 wins in a row. How relentless has this team been, and what's been the key to making history? That's a very good history for us. I feel excited to be on this team, and we have to keep going. We have to keep doing our job. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Love Fridays, setting the mood for Friday night. You know who's feeling the love right now? The Rays. You just heard it right there. Win streak reaches 13 to start the season. That ties the Major League Baseball modern record. We're going to break it down and everything going on in baseball right now with one of our favorites, ESPN Baseball Insider, Buster Olney joining us. Buster, Make it make sense to me. How am I supposed to value what the Rays have done while also acknowledging that they haven't really played any good teams in the process? Like, what's the what's the right evaluation here? Well, uh, that what they're doing is really special because, look, there have been teams in the past that have gone on winning streaks that have been really great teams. I, I, I can't remember a situation in which a team has dominated to the level that they have. Think about this number. So far this season, in this, these 13 games, the Rays have out-homered their opponents 32-6. to six. They have more home runs as a team than total runs uh, allowed. At least that was up until a, a day or so ago. They've only trailed in six innings uh, during the course's win streak. That doesn't happen in baseball. I was on SportsCenter yesterday. I just made the point. Yeah, SEC football, Alabama's homecoming opponents, uh, you know, Georgia's homecoming opponents, UC scores a 62-0. In baseball, it doesn't happen this way. And, you know, they've always had great pitching, it seems like. But this year, 
they've seemed to have matched that with great hitting. That's the feedback I'm getting from folks in the Red Sox organization who they just played. This is a really dangerous team. They play the Blue Jays at 7.07 p.m. tonight, and I'll be honest with you, Buster. I want to see those guys break that record. I think records are meant to be broken um, moving forward. But I want to ask you about, you know, Greg Maddox, compare, uh, his uh, Shohei Otani comparison. I want you to listen to something really quick and, and tell us your thoughts on it. He kind of reminds you of Nolan Ryan, and then he reminds you of freaking Barry Bonds. I mean, he's, he's both of those guys. I mean, he's he's got great stuff, and he can hit a home run with with, with the best of anybody. So uh, nobody else has done it before. I mean, the last guy was who? Maybe Babe Ruth? Nobody's been able to do that. What are your thoughts, Buster? Uh, Babe Ruth never did what Shohei Otani's doing. Shohei Otani's the best two-way player in the history of baseball. Uh, and look, Greg Maddox knows far more about all of this than I do. You know, he faced Barry Bonds. I, my instinct is is that Otani is not as refined a hitter as Barry Bonds was. He is, uh, as he continues, it seems, year to year, getting better as a pitcher. You know, someone who probably right now is as good as Nolan Ryan was in his absolute prime. <laughs> the fact that we're even talking about someone being as good as those two guys uh, it gives you an idea of how much money he's going to get in the offseason when he becomes a free agent. You know, I made the point. Uh, it, the, the key question is, does the first number in that big contract start with the number five or does it start with the number six? $500 million or $600 million. I think it's going to be the latter because he's going to have the Dodgers involved. He's going to have the Mets involved. You know, big market teams that you would want in bidding like this. He's just ridiculous. You know, when he first came to the big leagues, the question was, uh, you know, would this start a wave of two-way players? I think it's the other direction. I think Otani's demonstrating to everybody with everything that he's been through and, and, and all the work that he puts in to get to this point, how difficult it is to be effective. Uh, he, he's incredibly unique. He's the best player in the universe right now. Uh, when we see the best player in the universe in, in other sports, it becomes a transcendent thing, right, Buster? Like hey, even Patrick Mahomes right now is, is feels transcendent. But I feel like we're watching this Tiger moment in his prime, where it was just, oh my God, I can't believe we're seeing this. Uh, at, at what point does this have some universal, huge, long term effect for baseball, where it, it just sort of gravitates and becomes universal to the whole world to watch it? Uh, I think we started to see that in the WBC with that last game where he, that was finished with him striking out. Uh, Mike Trout in this new pitch, uh, he inspired the name the Sweeper, <laughs> the breaking ball at 87 miles per hour with that great uh, horizontal uh, movement. The fact that that was the most watched game, it's believed, uh, in baseball history gives you an idea of what he's doing uh, in terms of marketing the sport. And I think it's part of what goes into the equation when we see the bidding during the course of this offseason. He really is giving you know baseball uh, a, a chance to be on a, on a platform in a way that it hasn't before because of his international appeal. You know we've seen other great baseball stars before. Babe Ruth was one of those. Mickey Mantle was one of those. Obviously Hank Aaron was one of those. Uh, Derek Jeter. But we've never never seen anybody who's you know the collection of parts that Otani is. Now, Tigers infielder uh, Javi Baez was benched for forgetting the number of outs. I agree with it, Buster. What are your thoughts on it? you got to be locked in, man. A hundred percent. And because we were all focused on, you know, that mistake that he made when he forgot the outs, 
were not paying attention to the fact that when he uh, got to second base, he thought he'd hit a ball out of home uh, over the wall and uh, had to scramble to get to second base. He made other base running decisions this week. And if you're A.J. Hinch and you're the manager of the team and, and your team's off to a, a, a terrible start, you had to do that. Um, you know, the one thing I would say, if I were a teammate of Javi Baez, who said all the right things after the game, saying that he respects the manager's decision, the two things, Harry, look, you played and I didn't. I'd be curious on your perspective. If I were a friend, if I were a teammate, I'd say, Javi, that was great what you said after the game, but you know what? That petulant swipe of the seeds out of your pocket when you were pulled from the game, nobody needs that. And when you're pulled from the game, you know what? Stay in the dugout. You know, own it. Uh, support your teammates going forward because that's where we are with the Tigers. Besides Miguel Cabrera, he's the highest play, play, uh, highest paid player in the team. He needs to lead, and I and I hope today, I hope after last night's game, he's owning it with his teammates and leading. No, Buster, I agree with you one thousand percent. I think it, I thought it was an opportunity for him to, you know, stay there with his team, be there, face what he did, and understand what he did, and not just sweep it under the rug. He said the right things, but also actions speak louder than words in this country. Trust me. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree with you, and I I was wondering because it does feel like that the Tigers are kind of a powder keg because they hadn't been playing well. They've got expectations, and you didn't think AJ Hinch was just going to watch a bunch of crap happen day after day after day. Buster, you know how much we love you, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for giving us the insight. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend, brother. You too, Fetzy. See ya. That's Buster Olney, ESPN Baseball Insider. Tune in for Baseball Action Saturday as the Yankees host the Twins. That's tomorrow. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. All right, we've talked about the NBA postseason. Now there's only thing one thing left for us to do. It's time! For Fitz Picks, that's next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Get out of my way, Harry. I'm going to pick stuff. Brought to you by Wendy's $3 Breakfast Deal. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. There's no weirder moment on this show every single week than this moment on Fridays. Because Evan does a great job every week of putting together a best of moment. Some of our favorite funny moments and then there's always this change from that to Love Friday. So I'm sitting there. Now all I can imagine is Harry going, oh, oh, I hang him from the ceiling fan on Love Fridays because it's all been put together. You and I. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. It's Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. You know what, Harry? I think it's time. It's time for me to pick some things. It's Fitz Picks. Here we go. Brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. Oh, let it's time to play the fancy music. Give me money, money, money. Time to build your balance. Give me the money. This is Fitz Picks. Give me the money. All right, I got to make some picks. Now, we've already picked a bunch of things today, obviously. Not the least of which has been all of the series across the entire NBA playoffs. But we didn't pick the play-in games. Chicago taking on Miami. Miami favorited by five right now. All right? So Miami minus five in this game. I don't trust Miami's offense. I know this game is in Miami, and I don't care. 
I think the Bulls hop on that private jet. I think the Bulls get their way on down there. I think the screaming during the free throws becomes an American sensation tonight. And I think the Chicago Bulls on a night where yet again the Heat will be limited offensively. And I just watched the Heat get out hustled on rebounds. I don't like the uh, I don't like the point total on this. I think it goes under. And I like uh, Chicago to pull off the upset. What do you think, Gary? I'm going with the Bulls. I'm going with Zach Levine, also Demar Derozan. Um, I don't believe his daughter's going to be at the game tonight. But no, she I love got a pass. Fob- she got a oh, pass. She, did? she is going to be at the game. That's got to be See, a difference. That's even, I, I'm all for you know father daughter relationships, and obviously they have a strong bond. So I'm rocking with the Bulls tonight, man. I, I, I agree with you completely on this. Then we have Oklahoma City uh, taking on Minnesota. Minnesota favored by five and a half, and. You know, this gets interesting to me, too, because there are two versions of the Timberwolves we can take. We can take the version of the Timberwolves that absolutely imploded, or we can take the version of the Timberwolves that was kicking the snot out of the Lakers. I don't think you you see this team implode again. Rudy Gobert going to be back in this game. We all know that. Uh, they are taking on SGA, obviously, which means they are taking on points galore. I think this is going to be an explosive offensive game. But I keep thinking also about how cold Anthony Edwards was against the Lakers. That's not going to repeat itself. I think the Timberwolves come out with a little bit of extra thunder. Little, see what I did there? A little uh-huh. extra thunder from the gods. And uh, as a result, I like Minnesota, even though they're you know, minus five and a half. Uh, I like Minnesota to win by more than five and a half. And I I like the over in this matchup. I think there's going to be a ton of offense in it. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Timberwolves. What do you think? Fitz, I'm big on positivity. Now, there's been some negative things that transpired with the Minnesota Timberwolves. You have Rudy Gobert punching another player. You Rudy also Gobert. have... You also have a uh, Jay McDaniels punching the wall, breaking his hand. He's not allowed to play in this, in, in, in this game uh, along with the last one. So I think some positivity needs to happen. Also, they were up against the Lakers. They should have won that game. They didn't. I think something positive is about to happen today. Or tonight, I should say. So I'm going with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns, even though he wasn't smart with his fouls, I think it's, I'm going to be more positive. He's going to be smart tonight because he wasn't a game ago. Now, you aren't going to make a pick on a game that you're calling. You, you're not going to make a, a gambling prediction on a game you're no. calling because you're a total no. professional. But I am not yep. a professional. So I at least want to ask you what you think because there's a tough game in the XFL this weekend on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's only tough because of the point spread, right? So you are going to be at Renegades taking on the defenders. That game is in D.C. And D.C. is favored by 8.5. That's a really big number. But hear me on this and tell me if you think my logic is sound, right? The reason I think that's going to be good uh, overall is because D.C. can run the football on absolutely anybody. Now, Arlington's played okay defensively, but and frankly, they've been the Iowa of the XFL. Like They get well, points say, defensively. Let, but Let me say this really quick, though. They have been solid defensively all year. I think the outlier was the game against Seattle two weeks ago when they gave up five explosive plays, plays 20 yards or more. And then you, you look at them against Orlando, and Orlando really struggled to get things going down the field. That's the defense that I'm accustomed to seeing. Also, Donald Payne, their best player on defense, he's out. Will Hill will be coming back. He got kicked out of the game against Orlando. I do, do do believe that D.C. is going to be entirely too much for him. I just don't believe in the offense, I should say, of Arlington as much as, you know, I probably want to. Yeah, that's for me, you know, because it's one of the games, by the way, for anyone that watches Bet, which is one of our great uh, landmark gambling programs. Uh, today I'll be hosting it at 4 o'clock. And they asked uh, across all of the digital platforms, they asked uh, my thoughts on the XFL on that particular game. And all I kept thinking about was Arlington can't 
generate offense. Uh, and and I know that DC can run the ball on anybody at this point. Like DC doesn't have one, two; they have three running backs that are all piling up whatever they want yards per carry. Uh, DC is a very simple process. They play pretty good defense, and they run the ball right the hell down your throat. Like it, I don't care what level of football we're talking about. DC manages to play the kind of football that wins football. Well, games. you're forgetting the most important uh, important part. I think the two best home crowds in the XFL has been St. Louis, but also the D.C. Defenders. It's a sellout crowd. The beer snake is going to be running wild through the stands. I'm looking forward to it. It's supposed to be a beautiful day. 12 noon kickoff on ESPN on Sunday. Let's go. Yeah, and that's 12 noon on ESPN. No number after that, just on ESPN. My guy going to be shining on the sidelines on ESPN. You can watch XFL Today across all your digital platforms at 2.30. After that game is done, come over, hang out. We'll show Harry Douglas highlights. I don't know if we'll show XFL highlights, but we'll get HD in the show. That's the one thing I could be certain of. As always, uh, I, I don't know if you knew this, but Joe C and Boyz II Men both joining Kenny and Carlin today. You don't want to miss it. Thanks for hanging out with Fitz and Harry. I love Fridays. My lady. Good luck with your ceiling fans. Listening to the Fitz and Harry podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays from noon to three Eastern on ESPN Radio, and you can watch on the ESPN app.